good afternoon, good evening, whatever the time zone is where you're listening to me. It's always a beautiful day. God is faithful. I'm Olamiju Olajumoke. Do you like the rhymes of my name? God is so great. I'm a child of God, one of his precious daughters to be precise. See, when I think about the love my father has towards me, all I can do is smile. Wow, to you, my dear listener, in fulfillment of my vows to him, I begin today my podcast. Well, I'm a freelance blog writer, but as I said earlier, I'm a child of God, so most of the time I'm led by the Spirit of God. John 3 8 is very, very much exemplified in my life. So again, I am acting as inspired. Now, to those who read my testimony in part, that was last year. You read it, now you have the audio here to listen to. And to those who were too busy to read, I want to assure you that listening will be much more easier. Listening will be much more easier. So, I would want to encourage you to listen to this beautiful piece. And the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. My testimony in part. See, the Lord's faithfulness over my life cannot be quantified as it can be termed faithfulness beyond measure. I have had my share of ups and downs in those fleeting years I have spent on planet Earth. But at every point in time, especially trying times, God has proven himself over and over again as faithful. I went through a series of L challenges that was very worrisome and challenging, but it eventually turned out for my good. I used this medium to express my gratitude to God, family and friends who stood with me in the place of prayer, care, while I went through this ordeal. God will reward every one of you in accordance. I do not take your love and care for granted at all. I really appreciate you all. I share this part of my story today just to glorify God and encourage someone out there that God is faithful and he doesn't fail. Okay, I, Olajumoke, was just recuperating from an undiagonized illness that had left me quite demaciated and pale, but I happened to be a woman of faith, to God be the glory, that all tenaciously to the dictates of the word of God, especially concerning my health. Aforetime, I had always been of the view that as a child of God, sickness wasn't my portion. So the OL challenges I passed through threw me into a lot of confusion. But I was still able by the grace of God to salvage the state of my mind by holding on to the word of God. Prior to the sickness, I had the intention to conceive, but my husband was of the opinion that our only son was enough. <laughs> While my son Ayanfulu had been singing around the house that he was in need of a sibling. So immediately I began to feel the surge of energy recovering from my health. I thought it wise to get pregnant and by the grace of God, being a woman, <laughs> I was able to conceive and this was the beginning of another drama. Hmm. Wrong timing. The doctor looked into my file, took a long look at my face and said, Madam, 
What a wrong time to have gotten pregnant. We couldn't diagonize what your ailment was while you were not pregnant. How did you even get pregnant? He said sarcastically. <laughs> I smiled and responded. It was one of those nights I felt a little bit better as I gave a faint smile. The doctor, however, placed me on admission based on my condition. All their medical terminologies, I can't recollect many. <laughs> but, but it was just based on morning sickness and all blah blah blah. My appetite that was picking up initially had seriously reclined. Eating was such an uphill task for me, from lack of appetite to a tightened throat that even made swallowing almost impossible no matter the little quantity of food. I lay there on the hospital bed for a couple of days being administered drugs, drip and all forms of medication. I felt quite better and I was discharged and went home. My son was happy to have me back and he asked me to promise him I wouldn't go to the hospital again i smiled and i gave him a warm hug ah this persistent cough my return home only came with a new development of a persisting cough that defied all medical pre- um, prescription and, and i had run some series of tests again from tuberculosis to hiv all sorts of chest related ailments but none was diagnosed the cough was quite an embarrassing one i observed that it doesn't usually occur when I'm alone, but it comes when it comes with this pressing urge when I'm in the midst of people, when I need to discuss, and also at night when I ought to be sleeping. At this stage of my pregnancy, still around the first trimester, I was working as a teacher through counselor in my place of work, so talking wasn't what I could avoid. I had to leave classes on several occasions to rest room, only to go and cough intensely and come back to class only to return and do the same. I had to give my task to other colleagues to do for me. It was a traumatic experience for me as I watched myself slipping away from being me. The cough didn't cease but came along with severe breathing difficulties and by this time I demarcated so seriously. I take this time out to appreciate the organization I worked with at this point in time as the unparalleled understanding and care was top-notch and wonderfully humane. I can't forget everyone in the Giphy. The blessings of the Lord be upon you all. Hmm. Now, there was a stage of the nightmare. <laughs> Speaking about this particular part brings smile to my face now, but it was a serious face. I am somebody that is gifted in dreams and vision as God has in time past communicated with me countlessly via this means. But the toes of nightmare getting to the second trimester of my pregnancy was serious one that really took my peace away. There was a time I had a dream of a raging storm of sea coming fiercely towards my direction before I could say, gee, <laughs> Jesus. I was covered by it. I woke up panting seriously, covered in sweat. I knew it wasn't an ordinary dream. I prayed fervently against it, cancelled it in the name of Jesus and by his blood, and I believed it was cancelled. My pastor happened to call me that day to check up on me, and I told him about the dream. He agreed with me on the cancellation, and that, and that was it. I can remember vividly another dream where I was handed over a dead baby in a polythene bag and I was consoled to take that. I can remember I woke up shouting from my sleep, it's a lie, it's a lie, Exodus 23, 26. 
says I won't cast my young. My husband quickly woke me up. What is it again? He said. I kept saying it's a lie. I told him the dream. He said also with me, it's a lie. <laughs> that won't stand. We agreed in prayers and cancelled the dream. Sleeping became an uphill task. As I don't know what I will encounter once I close my eyes, my dream life became so unreliable as it was seriously polluted with scary dreams and deceitful visions. I had my fears though. As a single lady, I had my fears about childbearing, which has prompted me to be praying about ease when it comes to delivery. And God really answered my prayers, as my first son's delivery process was spontaneous with no drama at all. I mean no drama. Because I can recollect I was still preaching to some folks about the power in Jesus' name. And now one one of the lab attendants, I can remember the way she just told me in Pidgin English, he never catch you. When your pain starts now, you go sabi wella. <laughs> I looked at her and said, before my pain will come, I would have already delivered a new child. <laughs> Thursdays, Isaiah 67 verse 7. I pointed to the labor room. I said, you see that delivery room? I'm not spending five minutes there before my child will arrive. And so it was. To God be the glory. But this time around, everything around me doesn't permit the possibility of delivery at least not a natural one kudos to those who go through the cesarean session they are strong and respected i have serious phobia for any form of oppression at all and here i am <laughs> i could hardly breathe with a fainting strength ah, would i be able to push true had little or no strength but i kept my faith alive i kept saying what I, w- I am passing through is not my reality the word of god is my reality i was religious and faithful with my confession of faith and prayer <laughs> the prayer program i normally listen to on youtube every 12 a.m wow another condition developed a serious anemic condition my blood level was seriously low i was referred to the hematologist hmm. at the hematologist after a long waiting at the waiting room, it eventually got to my turn to see the specialist doctor. He was light-skinned, good-looking young man. He smiled as I walked, bowed down his head. I saw his mouth moving as if he was saying something. He looked up and welcomed me, and these ways, exact words. Chai, if I catch that devil, eh? Madam, they have finished you. I smiled. And I said, I cannot be finished in Jesus' name. The Lord will put to shame my adversary. It was mute for some few seconds. I guess he realized that he was being unprofessional. So he quickly adjusted and said, So, madam, you have to run another series of tests. The amount and all was quite on the high side. I listened to all he had to say. And I knew within me that his first utterance as I came in was God's confirmation again to me that I was what I was passing through was beyond the physical. I came out of the office, told my husband, enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. If God cannot do it, I beg you. I was angry in my spirit. <laughs> I bought Astifa. Do you know that tonic? I bought Astifa. <laughs> Blood builder. Became religious drinker of pumping leaves. You know Ugu. I used this confessing that all this will work for me. And it actually did. My blood level rose to the reasonable point that will at least be safe for childbearing people were praying people were praying the efficacy of prayer cannot be overemphasized 
for everyone who stood in the gap for me from all my family members my amazing parents and to all parent figures in my life to my irreplaceable siblings my brothers my sisters my spiritual mentor my father-in-law that i called upon in the time of distress they stood up to pray your prayers were heard and answered by god's mercy and grace to all those who saw me but couldn't approach me but took my case to god in prayer he sure heard you the lord bless and honor you all in the days of adversity you won't be left alone i love and appreciate you all in the time of trials may people stand in the gap for you you will not be swallowed up in the storm of life in jesus name august 25th 2019 was a very beautiful day for me. I wasn't expecting my darling Yanolua, Toluwa Lashe, Moria Nugba, Toluwa Nini Eriolua, Oluwa Tobiloba, Arairiolua, my baby. I was still looking into September 17th or thereabout, but really, God's way are wonderful. His ways are wonderful. It was usual morning, and for the past one week, I've held on tenaciously. On the lyrics of Moses Blee's song, too, too Faithful to Fail. Yeah. You're too faithful to fail me. Yeah, that song. It happened to be a Sunday morning with a glorious service as the choristers ministered in same song. I knew that song was for me, especially the part that says, You've proven yourself in my life and I've come to realize you're too faithful to fail me. I found so much solace in the song as every of its lyrics elated my spirit, man. I can remember I also ran a Bible quiz test for the sisters in the church whereby we focused on Revelation chapter 12. It was a beautiful one as the response of the sisters showed that they really prepared and were enthusiastic about the whole thing. Also in that service, my husband Matt's 40th birthday. It was a really great day. After service, on our way home, I asked my husband to drop me off at the hospital that I needed to see the doctor for some prescription still on the curve. So I saw the doctor and he administered some medication. I was on my way out when I saw two of the nurses that greeted me in a playful manner and said how they are expecting me soon. I jokingly replied that it can even be today that I was already feeling funny. She insisted I, I got checked, which I obliged and to her amazement had already dilated 4 cm and i was good to go <laughs> they instructed me to go and get my top i rushed back to the hospital that my baby was ready to come <laughs> fortunately for me my elder sister was around so she already helped me with my baby stuff to the hospital by then i had dilated 5 cm but i wasn't feeling pain the nurse was worried for me i told her i can't feel pains i only have contractions <laughs> Go and get that book if you don't have it. Supernatural Childbed by Jackie Mees. It was a wonderful contraction as I and my sister sang and danced melodious praises. I was a wonder again to the hospital attendant. To the glory of God, without much ado, my joy came forth. Toluwala shed Daniel Lamiju. God is faithful and he doesn't fail. To you, my darling son. I'm leaving this voice to you. You are a joy to your world and your generation, and generations after you will call you blessed. You will live to fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. See, Daddy, all I can say is thank you. To you, my listener, are you in a cordial relationship with God? (laughs) 
it is expedient that you are because Jesus is Lord because Jesus loves you because without Jesus there is no life he said I am the way the truth and the life if you don't have Jesus you don't have life at all so I just want to encourage you if you have if you have him already keep upholding a very good relationship with him if you don't have him I encourage you to just it's as easy as talking to him because our God is omnipresent he's everywhere so it's as, it's as easy as talking to him like that your friend and just tell him that you're tired of the kind of life that you're living that you want him in your heart that you love him that you want to love him that he should help you just talk talk to him the way you can express yourself confessing him as your lord and savior forsaking your sins and after that looking for a bible believing church where you fellowship with the brethren where you begin to pray as the spirit of god will help you it is very easy to make a decision for jesus tomorrow might be too late procrastination is not just the thief of time it's a killer of destiny so i leave this piece here for today my testimony in part by the grace of god next week monday I will come and reel gist you and give you the story of Odumbaku. Odumbaku in English means the year that I should have died. The year that I would have died. But the Lord preserved me. That is the um, comprehensive story of this, my testimony in part. See, God has been faithful. My listener, choose to stick with God choose to to love god choose to do his bidding because as i normally tell people (laughs) storms will come trials will come tribulations will come but when all this comes to you make sure that jesus is in the boat of your life because that is what will determine if the storm is going to take you over or jesus is going to steal it for you god bless you jesus love you so much he loves you thank you for your time the lord will continue to cause his face to shine upon us all in jesus name amen i'm led to pray father thank you for that brother that sister that has listened to me i pray that whatever challenge whatever it is they might be passing through you that still the storm of the health challenge i went through do so in their lives in jesus name and let your name be glorified thank you abba father in jesus name we pray amen thank god for this sister that you're hearing her voice thank god for her today is her birthday to god be all the glory thank you so much for listening the lord bless you have a great day happy sunday Thank you.